Slots, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here, spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess at the El Camp facility. And joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? I don't know what we want to handle first. Uh, obviously, it was a magical weekend with the Cowboys beating the Patriots. So, so, so good for me. Um, I don't know. But maybe, maybe we should wait on that. You know what? No, Harry, I'll give you a couple seconds to gather your thoughts on your play of the year, which lost, which I don't know where that leaves you. I mean, I think you have to wait another a full 12 months because, before you give out your play of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what he asked. Yeah. I'm calling for, uh, I'd like an independent investigation being led by one Dave Damashek to uh, look into his possible suspension for Harry. I like that. The one thing he didn't say is I'll never bet again because everybody knows that would be laughable. He can't, he can't uh, come through with that. But all right, let's, let's hit it right now. Harry, you went over 55 or 56 in the Washington, Kansas City game. (laughs) I don't know what it was. It wasn't over 43 though. That's for sure. 31, 13. And now you have to wait. A full 12 months. Not even close, Harry. Off by 12. I mean, that's a, a disastrous play of the year pick. Well, it really was. But Kansas City, to be honest, I mean, they scored right off the bat. It was seven to 10 points the first like eight, seven minutes of the game. I'm like, okay. But uh, Bry even texted when 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 um, Mahomes threw that pick at the seven-yard line. Uh, that probably was going to not get the over because you need those points right there. And there was, look, five turnovers in the game. None of them helped me. Like I just mentioned, the pick at the seven. Hardman uh, fumbled at the Washington 38, which would have been points, too. Wait a second, just, Brian. I, uh, hold on. I think you're blaming the wrong team. The Chiefs scored 31 points. Wasn't right. that what they were well, supposed to I'm score? I'm still saying it took it took them a while to get rolling offensively. So what? I'm also they did, saying they Washington, did their job. Yeah, and, and Washington, Washington didn't get scored their, 25 or 26. They did, but also Washington missed a field goal early in the game as well and just didn't get the ball rolling in the second half. They couldn't get any offense going. It's true. Yeah, you can't really pick. count. I mean, pick. who would have thought there'd look, be a missed field look, goal I, in I, any I, of these I games? Been, I should have just—I I should have been smart, and I'm not always smart when it comes to betting. We, we can, <laughs> okay. We can, uh, that's an understatement. <laughs> that's but I mean, all I want to hear. I just, that's all I, I, just hear. Went, I should have just went, my, my pick of the year should have been Captain Kirk Cousins beating Sam Darnold. That should have been my Yeah, that was easy. I I put that on myself. I'm an idiot for not doing that. That was an easy bet. That one you didn't have to split (laughs) out at all. All right, so there you go. Harry's not smart. That's all we wanted to hear. Now let's get back to Patriots-Cowboys. Parlay Kid, we're both Cowboys fans. That was a heart attack game. I'm not sure why I cared so much. Um, You know, it's not like we were going to lose ground yesterday on uh, Philadelphia, who had lost Thursday night. Didn't look great. Giants looked terrible. Uh, Washington, as we just mentioned, looked even worse, maybe. So we weren't going to lose ground. But I had I was looking ahead, uh, not to the next week or to the playoffs, but to the 90 minutes I was spending with Simmons later that night, breaking it down. And I we thought about it. Cowboys had never beaten the Patriots. And I I think it's been 15 is it could be 15 years because I think we're all in five against Brady. So we only played them every four years. Isn't that right? And it might be like 15, 16. Remember one year having a chance. uh, to win, and other than that, never really were close uh, during at least over the last uh, two decades or so. But we will take it, man. What a win! Great, yeah, great it was a game. They definitely would have lost many, many times. Wouldn't have even got to the overtime part in the past. And I want to give Dak, who's now in a walking boot, who should be okay, right, with the ankle and the week yeah. off. But seventy-nine. This is when the game is tied in the fourth quarter. I got this from Peter King this morning. 
When the game is tied in the fourth quarter in overtime, he is 79% passer, almost uh, 10 and a half yards per attempt, nine touchdowns, no picks, and a rating of 148.3. Good job by you, Dak. Fantastic. Kept that team. Oh, that pass to Wilson. Forget about well, the uh, the ender to C.D. Lamb, but for God's I, sakes, just kept I, going I think right I, down I think the I mentioned that in our text. I said, you know, I, I, I did text somebody saying, uh, the when when that ball came out of Prescott's hand on that fourth and four play to Wilson, I said game over. I thought it was I thought it was going like ten yards over his head. Great catch! I could not believe he came down with it. Great catch! It's probably the only spot he really could have put that ball with with the rush in his face. Sal, the Cowboys were the first road team in NFL history to incur 115 penalty yards. Yeah, convert. Less than 25% of their third down attempts allow four touchdowns and still win the game, but not only win the game, cover the game. So they uh, covered the game. I know. As per uh, Bobby Belt on uh, Twitter right here. So cr- crazy game. I'm, I'm still not, I'm not ecstatic over the win. I, I really think they should blow a team like the Patriots out, to be honest. They should. They should. They're, they're better, but they, they do. We did. Holes we covered the defense. spread. We blew them out by Vegas standards. We co- we they, blew we, them out. That's true. So <laughs> they got to get they gotta move Parsons to the outside. We got to get yeah. Parsons back on the edge. He's much more dangerous on the edge. But Van Der Esch stinks inside. There's a couple holes, and team like the Patriots exploited those holes. Just I think we should actually just add Harry to the defensive line. He can just cough on everybody, and um, I think we'd be in good shape <laughs> the rest of the way. I just cleared my throat. That wasn't a cough. I cleared oh, my throat. All right. Babyface uh, baby has shown us last time Cowboys beat the Patriots 12 to 6 in 1996. The Pats had won six in a row. Good God. But uh, no, wow. it was great. But, but um, it was great because we saw Patriots doing things that they didn't ever do, getting punts blocked and strip sacks and stuff like that. And hmm. like I said, the Cowboys going far with this team. And my God, but uh, when uh, Diggs took off with that interception, just like basically cradling the ball against his helmet. Diggs, baby. So good. So good. Oh, well, what was that? There's Harry, okay. no, that was what was that? I don't know what that. I think he took a shit there. I'm, I'm st- not sure. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm still waiting for an apology when about three or four weeks ago, I said how uh, Diggs is one of the top defensive players in the NFL. And Harry called me a moron. If you he did? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm well, I, I said that because he had, he had such a poor season in his rookie season. Which is a lie. But, it's but, a lie. Which is, but, uh, they got smoked. They were off. The whole defense was awful last year. So I threw that not in there maybe a little bit. But uh, look at the numbers. But uh, still, uh, but um, it's amazing. This, this season, I'm college football. Look, college football, nine o'clock games killing me. The Cowboys look great. It's just ridiculous. It sucks now. I didn't even watch, I didn't even watch that game. I didn't even watch that second the, did the games in the afternoon yesterday. Jesus, this sucks. <laughs> okay, good. That, thanks for that addition there. That's, that's Harry's breakdown of Patriots, Cowboys. Jesus, this sucks. All right. Well, I mean, I could talk to this Cowboys team. Uh, that, but it doesn't really matter. I still don't think probably get where the top three in the NFC, but it'd be nice to win this division. Just let's just get it out of the way. Um, no, let's say let's set the bar higher, Sal. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we should just now settle for winning the that the NFC East. We got to win some playoff games too, Sal. The bar I'm has with been you. Set. All right. That what's the, to happen. What's the over under for by what week will the Cowboys win? The division clinch the division. Don't they yeah. have it now? I mean, if you would have told us five and one going into the bye with a three game lead, that's spectacular. Spectacular. Right, yeah. It could be another like six weeks or so before they clinch it. Right. Really? I don't see anything out of these other teams. All right. But Bry, 
while you're speaking up, the Raiders win. I, I love them. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with them. I have them make the playoffs. I bet against Denver at plus money to make the playoffs. That's looking good so far. You're four yeah. and two. Put yeah, we're four garbage and two. behind we're, you. We're Not back. In, we're back tied for first place. I mean, uh, I, you know, they played. They played really well defensively. Again, they've they've been great. Uh, you know, when Carr connects on some of those deep balls, I I do think the one thing is we were a little bit more aggressive yesterday, whereas with Gruden, we're usually a little bit less aggressive. So. I will say that was a bonus, but yeah. I mean, it's interesting be because he seems very aggressive in his email, but no, <laughs> that, that doesn't translate on the field. It could be just a little less but, aggressive. But they're, they're in the good, internet. they're in a, well, you know, the, you know how it goes for the Raiders. I mean, they're in a good spot right now. They have the Eagles and the, they have the Eagles and the Giants coming up here and, uh, you know, they can eat very easily be six and two, but yeah, when you look at the AFC, it's all over the place now, especially, you know, the Browns taking a hit. Uh, it's funny. All of a sudden, the Raiders look like they're like the fourth or fifth, uh, maybe the fifth best team in the AFC again. All of a sudden, I was surprised because if you go to Fandle.com/slash against all odds, you will see that the Raiders. Did you see the line for next week for this week, Bry? It's low. Three, right? It's really low, right? It I mean, that's crazy three. at home to be three there. I yeah, thought it would. I, I thought it. Yeah, I thought it would be like uh, four and a half or. Something. I think I guess five, four and a half yeah. or five. Yeah. All right. Then you have Ravens Chargers. I was the only one, so we make our picks. Not to brag, but we make our picks. I was the lone wolf. I think there's 11 of us that make our picks. It's on uh, the Extra Points Pod Twitter handle. We put a graphic out. It was the only one who had the Ravens. Who knows what happens tonight, but they could be the team to beat after tonight. Um, Lamar didn't have a great game, but I think there's value in him at 16 to 1 odds. It's getting buzzed like he has 35 wins before 25 years old. Only Marino was, has come close to that. But if you look at MVP numbers, it's Dak four to one, Allen four to one plays tonight, and Kyler Murray four to one. I don't know, Harry. Out of those three, who are you taking? Well, uh, still, I think it's Murray uh, after yesterday's game against Cleveland. Uh, four more touchdowns. He's been fantastic. But uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Just again, this, this out. Nice job by you uh, with taking the Ravens. Really good call. I mean, uh, especially after the way uh, the Chargers came out against. Uh, uh, in the last game, they were great, but I, well, I mean, everyone had the charge whatever, to go in the Super whatever, Bowl. But you, I know you could you're run right, against you're right. And, and whatever it's whatever it is, if 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 Lamar has to go for 400 yards in a game, or he uh, goes for 120, and they just do it on the ground, somehow they still win these games. They probably could have should have lost a couple of games this year already, but they still only have that one loss. And now with Cleveland losing, uh, they got a couple of game lead in the uh, in the AFC North, and they look good, real good. Yeah, I think. Um, against the Chargers here. I know people had them going to the Super Bowl like after last week, but you could run. They're 31st in the league against the rush. Now, they, I think the Ravens only ended up with 187 only on the ground, but they had about 80 in the first quarter. They controlled it. I mean, the game was over then. Um, if you can run on a team, doesn't everybody have a chance, right, like, yeah. to, to get well, in the game? Well, the, fu- the funny thing that you say that, Sal, I think that was my reasoning the last two weeks going against the Chargers with the Raiders games and the Browns games. So then right. I just I jump right off of that because uh, it was, you know, I lost both of those games and then I lost to this game. Right. So three in a row. Yep. And the Browns are in trouble a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to believe in this Cardinals juggernaut. Um Parley kid, I think you're the only. Did you bet them to win the NFC or to make the playoff? Uh, the NFC. No, I West just had them over. over. I'm the only one who took them over and wins. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that conference, that's it. I did nothing right. else. They may have that more. by the end of October. They may have that. Uh, it's win, incredible. Win total locked they're, up. They're playing great football. Brian made a good point yesterday when we we're watching the game. Is like you kind of forget about what type of players they have on their defense. You know, they they have some high level draft. You know, high draft picks 
flying around in their defense and their offense. You know, they're running, they have a running back by committee type of thing going, which has been solid. Uh, obviously, Hopkins is one of the elite receivers in the NFL, and A.J. Green has even contributed. We thought his career yeah. was coming to an end. He's still showing some flashes. Kirk, every once in a while, he shows up. Murray's been great. Um, yeah, we got to take them at minus 140. We got to believe in them. Do you take them at minus 140 to win the West? Wow. Mm, that's still tough, though, with the Rams. I, I, right. I, well, that's I, the thing. They didn't really gain ground on the Rams uh, yesterday, but, but do uh, have a tie break over them. Yeah, they'll play again. I, I kind of feel like some of these teams will get even like they, you know, like the Chiefs are now a game behind uh, the Chargers. And if they win in L.A., where they'll have most of, most of the fans, they're right there at the top that's after it. we were cursing them at yeah. halftime. So weird how it uh, how it all turns around. All right. So, so that's uh, that's fun to look at. Parley kid, does coaching matter in the NFL? I mean, Kingsbury sits out. <laughs> yeah, it does. No, but I know I'm, it, but when you go from level to level to level, does it matter the well, least in the NFL? Like versus no. high school? Like I'm, I'm trying to think because now think it's we've a seen, great point. I King, think I hear here Kingsbury it is. is out. Here's the simple answer. So. Yeah. The head coach, if he's not, does not have play calling responsibilities. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Okay. Uh, it, it, as long as he's a leader of men. That's fine. The, 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 what matters is your offensive and defensive play callers. That's what matters. They're the ones who set the game plans. They're the guys who really matter, right? Right. Um, I, I said this yesterday, you know, in the Cowboys situation, and I'm not, I've, I've been in my, you know, after watching Garrett for many years, I never wanted to bash McCarthy because I'm like, he can't be worse than Garrett. The bottom line is McCarthy, when he, he has to make some very small decisions during a game, he has almost gotten every single one wrong, right? So, um, head coach. I think head coach matters the most in, in the NFL, though, because a lot of them are calling the plays. A lot of them, uh, if they're not, they are the ones establishing the game plans. I, I mean, much more than a manager in baseball, Sal. I think. I mean, you, you know, if you want to, or much more than an NBA coach. Way more than NBA. Way more than NBA. So football. The head coach still has the most responsibilities, but uh, the most impact. But I still say, you know, the Cowboys, look at the Cowboys. Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn. Those are the guys. Right now, Sal, who would you rather lose? Kellen Moore or, or McCarthy? Man, that's to, oh, or McCarthy. I thought you were going to yeah. say, or Dan Quinn. No, no, I, I don't those, know. You, would, you would say fire McCarthy to keep Helen Moore, Kellen Moore as the head coach, right? Easy. I have to say, like most of these coaches, almost all of them should just get down on their knees and, and pray to Jesus Christ that it's either they're blown out or that they are on the better side of the blowout. Because it's, as soon as there's a close game and clock management comes into play, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Almost nobody knows what, what they're doing. And I didn't even have a problem. I know you guys wanted uh, to go for it on fourth and one. I had seen enough fourth and ones um, thwarted during the day and a lot in, in our game. Parlay kidding. It's, yeah. I was like, okay. You know, he's a pro. He should make one out of two 51-yard field goals. So I didn't hate uh, McCarthy for, for kicking there. But the, the time management and the fact that I'm just looking at, like, Kingsbury's out for COVID, right? Stefanski was out for COVID. Didn't matter. They they crushed uh, Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. It's happened in college, too. Saban was out. Whatever. That, that team just rolls. It doesn't really matter. But uh, I think you're right about the play calling. But maybe it's like the substitute teacher thing, like, everybody's like uh, losing their mind once the substitute teacher comes in and uh, maybe not for the better in the the school uh, situation. But 
uh, it, it's just weird. It's just it, weird that it doesn't affect the line and it doesn't affect seem to affect the game when these coaches are out with COVID. And it was the same. It was the same with the Raiders too, right? I mean, you you got a special yeah. teams coach who never right, was a course, head coach yeah. before, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's yeah. I think in the because sh- I always think Sal though in the short term, those things can work. The, the teams play over their heads. Teams are inspired for a week or two. I hear you. But in the long run, you need a strong head coach for in, the, in right. the long run. Right. All right. We should just have Harry go from garbage pail to garbage pail to see who's the strongest head coach in the league. <laughs> I think that's the only way to figure it out. Um, it's probably Matt, not Matt Nagy. Probably not him. Um, Roger's <laughs> saying, I still own you, which I, I commented is not. I don't know. Is that bragging if you own the Chicago Bears? Like Harry, that's like Harry bragging about one of his uh, unwashed weed T-shirts. Like, who cares? This is a garbage <laughs> franchise. This is not a rivalry. The Bears had a chance to be in first place had they beaten the Packers. And now it's Packers minus 600, Bears 15 to 1 <laughs> to win that division, Harry. It's crazy. Yeah. Again, like I mentioned the guys before on a different show that I do, uh, I said that. All, uh, Rogers, all, no matter what stats you want to throw at the Bears Packers rivalry in game, if you want to take the Bears, you just can't because Rogers wins every single game against the Bears and dominates all the time. Whoever's quarterbacking for the Bears, it's just the facts. Yeah, I mean, I brought up the stats. Was he 21 and four now against them? He probably has 57 yeah. touchdowns, 10 interceptions, something crazy. All right, let's turn the focus to us and our uh, horrible betting. Right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta. In a segment, we hate to call bad aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, I'll get us started off. If there's football on TV, I can't not watch. And even if it's cutting into my sleep time. So I set the alarm. I get up at 645. I'll miss the first few minutes of the, the game. And then I'm sitting in bed watching this garbage Dolphins Jaguars game. And I'm like, what am I doing here? I have to bet it. But what do I do? I wait until the Dolphins are up 10 nothing, And then I money line parlay that with the Colts and the Cowboys. And somehow Urban Meyer decided to win. He did not want to go winless. I'm shocked. I don't think he wanted to win. It just turned out that way. And there you go. Now I'm chasing this. And what am I doing? I'm angry. It's 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 still dark out. Screw the London game. Screw it. We've said yeah. it a million times. Screw any early betting. Any early betting before 7 a.m. should be disregarded anyway. That's my betting. Terrible Dolphins team. Now talk about coach that could be on the hot seat right there. Flores. Was he? he has a losing round. Aside from the 10 year, uh, 10 win year, he's in trouble. I don't think they get to six, seven wins this year. Harry. I know what your uh, bet ache is. Pretty easy. Yeah, look, well, listen, uh, yeah, definitely the Kansas City-Washington game. I got smoked all over the place on that, betting it all different ways. Um, I had Kansas, By the way, I had Kansas City over 31.5 points, too, for uh, for a nice chunk. So that was that was nice to score 31. So I don't get there <laughs> either. But I, I also had a – listen, I, bet I, I lost everything this weekend. College football, uh, the Mercury bribe blow a five point lead yesterday, uh, you know, and, and don't and then don't cover either. Uh, I lost on tennis. I lost on golf. I had a parlay cousins over yards with over touchdowns, of course, with Darnold with a pick. But again, this is like the third time this year I've gotten uh, zinged by Jared Goff thinking he's going to go over passing yards because he's going to have a shootout maybe and have to catch up with uh, Cincinnati had over 247 yards. Now he goes for 202, not even close. 
and even Sally, like I like I was in L.A. visiting you and hanging out. And and Saturday I was leaving at the airport, I was leaving and I'm at the airport at LAX. Uh, my flight was delayed three and a half hours. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> I was at the airport LAX for like six and a half hours. Nice. So, of course, the at the at the bar, they got the Braves uh, Dodger game on and I'm doing uh. in-game wagering and betting seventh inning, eighth inning, that there'll be a score, and I'm taking the plus money. You know, Dodgers got a runner at third, one out, can't get the run in, and I lose those two while I'm sitting there waiting for six hours at the airport. And then again on Sunday, I got smoked on everything. Smoked. Wow. Wow. You are usually the smoker, but you ended up being the smoky. To be honest, I think the last thing I won was Friday when I won a tennis match, or tennis match, a soccer match, end up in a draw, which I got lucky with, in Colombia versus Ecuador or something. That was, that was everybody. Everybody had that. Everybody had that. Uh, Babyface Joel it. Solomon. You want to jump in here? You you have. A- I mean, the good news is, yeah, Harry's on a losing streak. But one thing he didn't lose it was his toe. So thank God his toe is still attached. Oh yeah, the doctor kept that on, right? Did you get that taken care of? No, I did not. Oh, you did. All right, there was no doctor. No, it's fine now. It's fine. By the way, what did your girlfriend fly out for? Like six hours? What what what, what kind of situation was that? When did she come in? Well, she, I got her. I, she got to the beach on Saturday. We got, we had plenty of time on, uh, t- plenty of beach time on Saturday, so she was fine with it. Yeah. Okay. From the beach to the airport, and that's a, that's the trip. All six, right. Six hours uh, to the airport, two hours at the beach. Yeah. Wow. Nice, brother Bry, jump in there. What's your bed uh, ache of the week? Is this the part of the pod where we give out that phone number? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. I have about fifteen. <laughs> What's of them that Arizona off. number again? <laughs> um. But I will say I'm just so mad at myself. Sometimes I realize like I'm just really like a stupid, stupid gambler um, all week, all week, even all weekend. I was like, all right, I'm going to go Chiefs, Rams, Packers, teasers. Right. Just like spread those around. Just take a, a couple of those. But I just kept adding the Chargers at nine, nine and a half or ten. I just kept adding to it. And I felt like every 30 minutes I would add another teaser and I added the Chargers to it every I was literally like every half hour. So it's like, you know, the moral of the story is don't put uh, all your bets right in one basket. And I will say I sent the funny thing is it's seven, nothing. The, the Ravens have the ball. And I sent Harry a text saying like, Oh my God, if, if the charges get blown out, I get killed. And he said, he writes, he writes back, come on, Bri, yeesh. I was thinking of betching Herbert today. And I was like, wait a second, Harry, you were the first what? one to love the chargers. You were the first one to charge. You I, I didn't mean it. it you I didn't it mean it like that. I didn't mean <laughs> it like that. I meant in fantasy where I wanted. I, th- I was thinking of going with Carr because I have Carr too. I was going to take your guy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I'll never talk to Harry about so, stuff like that. But it was just funny, and then his I wrote him back, and he, he, he's, his just respond. I was like, Harry, you were the one who liked them, right? And he said, Yep. Um, but then you know, then like, to your point, then it's already at. Now I'm getting angry. Um, now I'm betting all over the Browns in the second game, which I love. And those are like the the two games that just. Just far like kid. We talked me. about winning and it's how hard it is, but it really is just um, all right. Forget that London game, but all the 1 p.m. kickoff games, every favorite won and well, every favorite right. covered, I think. Right. Right. I was saying that before. Now, I had a lot of tied into I had like the Browns and Chargers on like four team teasers getting. Yeah, that's all points, you Sal, yeah. that didn't even come in. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. It's terrible. And I just right. said to these guys. You know, this is why I talk about keeping things simple. Packers, Colts, Chiefs, Rams, a fourteen par- parlay that you never would have had to sweat out. Maybe, maybe for a quarter with the Chiefs game or something. Maybe a half of that Packers game. But yeah. these are the things. Don't let's stop overthinking things. Keep things simple. That's it. 
Harry's not apologetic enough for losing. I had somebody DM me saying, hey, does Harry know something about this game? He seems more confident in this game than ever. And I said, no. absolutely not. That was my, <laughs> that was my response back then. Yeah, the never apologize. The guy never thought Harry had some inside intel. He was so convincing. And Harry, to me, is blowing this off. He's trying to play this cool. He gave yeah. a play of the year, guys. A play of the year. That yeah, was off by two touchdowns. That was off by, wasn't even close. I had a lot of money close. on it. I put a lot of money on it. Did everybody? I thought we yeah, were all I putting yeah, a lot of money I, on I it. I had it, too. I had it too. I guess that's my bed egg too for lo- listening to Harry. Forget about <laughs> turnovers, a missed field goal, so many points left off the board. I don't know. You do have something to answer for, Harry, but babyface Joel Salmon, he did, you're right. He didn't pay off the Darnold bet yet. He was supposed to be like topless in a mall with the a Darnold jet hat. You're correct. I like dressed it. as a ghost or something. Yeah. All right, let's hear the bed egg song. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed egg. It's a bed egg. It's a bad egg. Uh, yes, indeed. Bad eggs is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. You see a bet you like but think the price is too high, submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Use promo code ODDS, O-D-D-S, on your next deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. And now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week's prop focuses on Tuesday night's game four ALCS. What will be the total number of hits for the Astros and Red Sox? Harry, jump in here. You're usually uh, very average at this. I'm going to go. I'm going to say 16. All right. The first two games of the series average 20 hits. Harry saying 16. Obviously, game three is tonight to enter. Tweet us your guess at extra points pod and prop swap and at prop swap. Sorry, with the hashtag hashtag extra prop. You must be following both accounts to win the winner will receive a $175 Astros World Series ticket. That's to win 170 bucks on the Astros to take it all, courtesy of PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's do it. Monday night football, Bills, Titans. Not check this in a second. Now the line is six. Did it go up to six already? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to buy this to seven. The Titans on the road. Sorry, Titans at home getting six, 53 and a half is the over-under. Man, I like the Titans tonight as much as anyone can like a team that lost to the New York Jets. I think they catch Buffalo off a big win over the Chiefs. In fact, I know it. And I'm not sure how many of these games the Bills can get up for. Josh Allen also not great historically against this team. Five picks in three games. I get it. They're third against the run. But look who they played. Look who, who's the running back for any of these teams. Miami, Houston, Washington, uh, Kansas City even. Der- Derrick Henry's different. He grinds them a little bit. I'm going to buy it up to seven, but I'm fine taking it at six. Titans plus six. Probably lose, um, but cover. Here's a Harry stat for you. Seven and two against the spread in their last nine Monday games. Give me Tennessee to cover the spread. Harry, you're going the other way. We'll zigzag here because we're all four torn on this. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills. Uh, and Sally, you make a good point though. I obviously, uh, with Kansas City game last week, maybe the Bills back to back primetime games. Maybe uh, it's a nice spot for the home team here. But I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm gonna listen to Parlay Kid. He said, "Make it simple. Make it nice and easy." I'm gonna take a page out of Parlay Kid's book. I'm gonna take the better team overall here. I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm gonna lay the points. Bills 35 points or more 
four straight games. They have a plus 108 point differential. Meanwhile, the Titans just plus two. Josh Allen, 12 touchdowns, two picks. He's the second leading rusher on this team as well. And Tannehill, just six and six touchdowns and three picks this season. And the Bills, best defensive team in the league. I'm going to take the Bills, and I'm going to lay the points here on the road, and I think they do it again back-to-back night games. Brother Bride, for better or worse, you're with Harry today. I'm still <laughs> yeah, I'm with. It's funny. I was I was originally thinking of taking. I, I first yesterday I was looking at the Titans, and then I realized, you know what? I took the I took the Bills in our in our pick'em pool. So um, so I might be at the point where I, I when a good team just plays against the NFC East or the AFC South, aside from the Cowboys, I might just go against them. I I, I might just be at that point uh, here. Um. Yes, sure, it could be a letdown game for the Bills after after the Chiefs game. But if you remember last year, I mean, it was a blowout. That game was like 40, was it 42 to 16 or something like that. But Titans were plus three in turnovers. They only had 300 yards. It was just at a time where the Bills, that was at a point where the Bills just weren't clicking. That's when they were playing at their worst at that point of the year. Um, so I'm sure McDermott and Allen remember last year's game. Um, I, you know, you mentioned it before, you know, the Bills... Yeah, maybe they have played a little bit weaker run teams, but they have improved against the run. Against the pass, they are are phenomenal. Um, I just don't see the Tennessee stopping Buffalo enough um, to to get the points. So I'm laying the points here with, with minus six. All right, I'm seeing now that I did exactly what I scream at uh, Damashek for. I, I picked in our NFL pick'em pool. I picked the, uh, although I swear all week I like the uh, Titans. I guess I picked the Bills, but I'm, I'm going... Uh, I'm sticking Titans here, plus the points. Parlay kid, you like them too. Yes, yeah, so it's funny that you say that because I've caught myself doing that a couple of times too. And that <laughs> uh, sometimes when we're making our picks, we're, we're in a zillion in on, pools. It's too much. Yeah, we're getting them in on a Thursday. And we're kind of just going through it. And but when I do it, but when I do it, I just get ripped. But no, I get well, it. it's because you you well, used to give it out on two different things. I mean, it's a little bit yeah, different I mean, versus uh, actually yeah, like I mean, a, versus just still one. All right, still one right. Team one's here. clicking a button. One is like audibly like making analysis and forgetting that you gave exactly the opposite side. <laughs> yeah, all I mean, right. it, it happens right. occasionally. Right, uh, Harry's doing pretty well on his picks anyway. So also, we call ourselves out for it, Barley Kid. Right, I don't yeah. see Harry. That's that's what exactly. So uh, if somebody could check to see what I have, uh, because uh, I'm forgetting what I took for that game. But right now, my I'm leaning to what Sal's saying here with uh, the Titans, uh, the Bills coming off such a big win, maybe an emotional letdown week for them. I think the Bills edged this game out here, but I think this is the first time in uh, several weeks, I think maybe that the Titans have all their weapons playing in this game. Uh, they haven't had... Uh, everybody in a few weeks, they'll be able to pound the ball with Henry to keep the ball away from the Bills uh, as much as possible. And I think for some for some reason, yeah, Allen does not play his best football against the Titans. He just hasn't. Uh, I think we're going to get a nice uh, – the crowd's going to be into it here uh, tonight. I think the Titans keep this one close. I don't think they win. But uh, I, I think that Tannehill makes some plays with his legs. We'll come back with some of that. They have enough talent here to hang with the Bills. Uh, let's take the Titans with that six points so. out. All right, let's move to player props here. I'm really swinging. Well, whatever. It's a plus 108. But Josh Allen, yes, he will throw an interception tonight. The great Josh Allen. You get him at MVP odds four to one. But tonight, he's going to throw a pick. He's just been running so hot, too hot. Tip pass, something stupid happens. He actually has four interceptions in three games versus the Titans. He's thrown one every time he's played them. Uh, and he also throws one every other game. Weeks two, weeks four. What is this? Week six. 
There you go. Josh Allen will throw an interception, puts it up 30 times a game. One's going to fall in the Titans' hands. Plus one away. Remember, I said Trevor Lawrence wouldn't throw one against the Bengals. I won that prop uh, a couple Thursdays ago. So I'm going Josh Allen to throw an interception. Plus 108. Brother Bry, on the other side, you like Tannehill under passing yards. Yeah, I'm going Anna, uh, Tannehill under 236 and a half passing yards. You know, he's averaging 250 yards passing per game, but he's had 212 yards or less in three of the five games this season. And even that Jets game, I think he maybe only would have thrown for 250 or maybe even a little bit less if it wasn't for overtime. Now Tannehill's facing the best defense against the pass. Uh, the Bills are only giving up 173 yards per game. And, you know, they were really good. I know Mahomes still threw for like 270, but they were they were all over the Chiefs last year, last week. They were suffocating them. So I think, you know, Tennessee's going to try to control the clock, some play action here or there, but it's going to be a lot of running. Unless this thing, I think this goes, this definitely goes under unless this game gets way out of hand where Tannehill has to throw starting in the second quarter to catch up. Right. All right. Now, Parlay Kid, Harry, you have digs, digs, digs. I need, I'm rooting against digs in our fantasy league. I'm up 17 on the champs, and he's got dig. They've got digs. I have Sanders. But anyway, uh, Harry, start us off here. What do you have? You have most yards, over yards, right? Yeah, over 81 and a half yard receiving yards at minus 113. And uh, digs has been kind of quiet this season, going for 60 to 69 yards in four of the games, but the Bills just haven't needed him. Uh, last week, he had 69 against the Chiefs. But they had that big lead, and the Chiefs couldn't score down when they got down low, so they really didn't have to pass the ball anymore. Tennessee's pass defense is 21st in the league. Uh, I think he has a big game, though, tonight in Nashville, and he goes over 81 and a half. All right. And Parley Kid, you like him to hit yeah, pay well, dirt at look, some point. I, I've always said this about receivers. You take, you know, if a big-time number one receiver has a bad week the prior week or just didn't have his normal stats, they tend to make it up in the next week. Diggs had five targets last week against the Chiefs, two receptions for the 60-whatever yards that he had. Uh, but he's only, this is an offense over the last four games that's averaging 39 points a game. And Diggs has one touchdown, one touchdown. They're going to get him on the board tonight. I'm going to take Diggs anytime TD at minus 115. I'll be coming back with this pick later, too. All right. Speaking of touchdowns, let's pick the first touchdown. I'm going Derrick Henry. I know this is easy. It seems lazy, maybe, but uh, plus 550 is a good number for a guy with seven touchdowns yep. this year. And I think most of that number is baked into the fact that they're the underdog and will probably lose. But first touchdown, I mean, if they get the toss, he's he should be like plus 350 at that point. He scored three times last week, 640 yards, seven touchdowns, fairly safe. But again, I think you get value because they're the underdog. Um, He's got all the red zone touches he needs, plus he can break one. So in that regard, he's as good as any wide receiver pick. Going with the favorite. I think it's the first time I've gone with the favorite this year. But Henry, plus 550. Uh, Brother Bry, you're doing our thing with the quarterback scoring. This certainly yeah, is that a, Henry, a nice that Henry plus 550 is good because you uh, remember what game was it a few weeks ago where somebody was like plus 250, right? If anybody should be really low. I mean, I guess they're yeah. banking on the bill scoring. But yeah, I'm going to go with Josh Allen to score first TD at plus 900. I actually actually kind of like Tannehill a little bit too at like plus 3,400. But whenever I watch these Bills games, it always seems like, I mean, it always seems like Allen's running one in. Um, I didn't think he'd run as much this year, but he's actually running just as much, maybe even a little bit more. 
He has uh, rushing touchdowns in two of his last three games. He had eight rushing touchdowns last season. So I could easily see him, uh, you know, scrambling for like 10 yards and, and running one in early in this game. There you go. All right, Parley Kid. Oh, this guy's, I mean, this guy could be a top five or six t- uh, tight end at this point, right? Yes, Al. I'm taking Dawson Knox at 11 to 1 here to score first. He's got five touchdowns, Sal. Do you know that's one off the record for a Buffalo tight end? Uh, to tie, Pete Metzelars. Uh, chance to tie Pete Metzelars uh, and a couple other players. Pete Metzelars, Harry Wabash College in Indiana. So uh, Knox grew up in Tennessee, too. He's a Tennessee kid. Going to have a lot of family and friends there tonight. At 11 to 1 for guys who gets, you know, He's targeted a lot, especially down here in the red zone. Uh, let's go with Knox at 11 to 1. I think it's really good value right now. You know, they, the family really could have screwed him growing up in Tennessee. They could have called him Knox Knox, right? A lot of people named their kid Knox in Tennessee. I think Clay Travis is guilty of that, too. Hey, he Knox, went to Mississippi, Knox. too, for uh, college, though, too. Yeah, the Knox Knox joke. Uh, all right, Harry, <laughs> who got the first touchdown? Uh, speaking of fantasy, I'm going to, well, I'm going to take Zach Moss at plus 750. I'm down three to Frank in our fantasy league. I've got Zach Moss. I need a big day out of him. Frank Scott Beasley up three on me, so I need uh, need to go to four and I two. I mean, this here, guy hasn't changed Moss. his lineup since 2009. If you don't beat him, something's wrong. <laughs> Low scoring affair, too, 77, yeah, 74. Harry's having a terrible week this week, too. How is he even oh. in this game? Well, this is what he I does. Know. He'll, know, he'll come in fourth, he'll brag, and then he'll get he'll Well, I basically picked shut up, up. I picked up Alex Collins that nobody picked up who had a big game last night. Yeah, that's before. weird that he was out there. That's um, true. Zach Moss, plus 750. He's got four total touchdowns this year. He's got three rushing, one receiving. And in Tennessee's five games, the opposing team has scored the first offensive touchdown. And for them, give me Zach Moss to get in in the red zone and get in the end zone at plus 750. By the way, I want to brag a little more here. I picked on uh, extra points on Friday. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 16 to 1. They have the most rushing yards. Oh, that was a good job. Hit Very those. nice. Take a shot at those. Right, Martin? Nice. Martin Weiss is in there. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, I, I was worried about Alex Collins because he had 104, and they were going to overtime. I don't think he got. Did he get the ball in the fourth quarter or overtime? Didn't at get all? it in overtime at all, right? Maybe he's banged up on the bench. You'll put him. You'll you'll be dropping him uh, soon <laughs> enough. All right, those are our Monday picks. There you go. Basketball season is back. Yes, tomorrow night it starts. No better place to bet on the NBA than FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate NBA tip-off, FanDuel Sportsbook's giving new customers enhanced odds. That's right, 75 to 1 odds on any team to win on October 19th or October 20th. That's tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh boy, if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Easy to register. You have odds boosts and specials. Fast withdrawals when you win. FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as two hours. And there's live betting which is the greatest thing ever invented. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds to get 75 to 1 odds on any team to win Tuesday or Wednesday. That's promo code against all odds and make every moment more this NBA season. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or next step. Text that to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. The Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Yeah, we have some um, good games. All right, Harry, what would you put your 75-1 to on? 
and the Tuesday, Wednesday games. There's, a, there's some good ones already right off the bat, right? Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks. It's a two-point spread. If you had 75 to one, where would you go? Brooklyn's on the road. Uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Pretty good. Home underdog getting seven at five to one odds uh, and the champs to boot. Pretty good. FanDuel.com slash against all odds. All right, let's do Sharp Tank. Let's first talk about these um, baseball series. I don't know. It's it's exciting and it's great, but when you can't count on the starters or aces parlay kid anymore, that they could be yanked after the second inning. I can imagine if you bet the Bucks money line huge against the Bears this week and you not know if Arians is going to pull Brady after the third drive. You Very imagine. weird. Dodgers down 0-2, minus 200 for the Braves, plus 168 on the take back. Don't forget, Dodgers down 3-1 last year to this team. And I, I, don't, I don't think we're giving the Braves enough credit here. They, had, they could have been around 95 wins with Acuna, right? They, they're kind of seen as an afterthought, but they're up 2 nothing. Uh, I would take the Dodgers last nine home games versus the Braves. They're nine and oh, nine yeah. and oh, last nine home games, 51 to 17 runs. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Harry. You want to talk? I know you try to bet the Braves. No, I was going to say, Sal, I agree with you. The, the pit, the baseball's a lot. I'm a little turned off with baseball with the pitching and the starting pitching, like you said. Yeah. I mean, Darren, I mean, I mean we were t- Sal, I think we were together watching the game, uh, um, game seven of the World Series in 91, the Jack Morris versus Smoltz. I mean, what a ma- uh, Morris goes 10 innings, yep. Smoltz goes. Yeah, we're never going to get uh, back I to mean, that. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. how do you, that, that's part of baseball, and we're not getting it anymore. So it's kind of, now you got seven guys in the game pitching, you know? It's just, I don't know, not the same. I mean, that was a magical night for the Braves, uh, uh, the magical night for the season for the Braves. And Smoltz was awesome, and Morris goes 10 innings to win the game. Well, it's a magical for me. I lost probably $150 <laughs> that I didn't have. I'm almost positive. Uh, but then we talk about, it, like, Evaldi and the other series might be the most reliable starter around, right? Like, yeah. Astros, definitely. slight favorite over the Red Sox, despite losing home field advantage. They're minus 116. You can get the Red Sox to win the series at even. I will say this Astros after a loss nine and three run differential plus 25. That leads us right to the sharp tank picks. Mm. Brother Bry, you're uh, leaning on this game and you have it on extrapoints.com as well. Yeah. You know, I like the over nine here in this Red Sox using him. Although I will say my, my sharp just terrible at picking sharp tanks. My other picks have been good. Everything I gave out. Thursday, yeah. Well now Friday, it's an extra points pick. So every, maybe, every, you know, yeah, everything I gave out Thursday, over. Friday was good. And then, uh, you know, I just, I'm very bad at just picking one game, but I do think, uh, I mean, this, this series is all about offense, right? I mean, you were just talking about it with the pitchers. I mean, they're going to these bullpens early. And I think with this Rod Rodriguez, or Woody game, it's going to be the same type of thing. So the the Astros are batting actually in the postseason 368 against lefties. So I expect them to rough up Rodriguez in this one, especially after losing that that game two the way they did. You know, I just, again, I think it's a lot of bullpen, a lot of runs. Um, I'd be shocked kind of if this doesn't get to get to nine here. Well, you know, the thing is, it's going to be a five and a half hour game. Right. And it's basically like, hey, guys, can you score 10 runs in five and a half hours? You should be able to, <laughs> right? Forget about the innings or anything else that's uh, yeah. assigned to this. But. I mean, two best. I mean, you know, both right. these lineups are really are really good. Although I yeah. will also say when you were talking about the Dodgers, 100%, I'm going to be putting so much money on the Dodgers tomorrow. And, uh, you know, you know, you, we know how that goes. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, Harry, you keep sending um, Seattle, Philly over six. I asked for yeah. the Sharp Tank picks like yesterday. I think you sent this Saturday. Seattle, Philly over six, minus 112. And then you're like, oh, Seattle, Philly is now minus 110, minus 108. I'm like, what the hell sport is this, Eva? I don't know. I can't wait to find out. Then I forget. 
the Seattle Kraken, right? This is hockey. Yeah, the first. Listen, let's throw some uh, hockey love here. And uh, uh, first time we're mentioning the Kraken on the uh, show, I believe. And tonight they're playing the Flyers. I'm going to go over six at plus 102. Uh, the Flyers were the only team last season to give up uh, 200 or more goals. They had nine goals scored in their opener, and seven goals have been scored in two of the first three games for Seattle. So let's go over six tonight. There you go. All right, Parley kid, finish this off. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm just going to stick with the pick that I already talked about. Diggs, anytime touchdown at minus 115 for my sharp tank pick. I think I've hit this a uh, couple weeks in a row with anytime touchdown. I think it's Diggs' time this week to score. He's only been in the end zone once so far this year. Allen's going to make sure he keeps him happy. Diggs, minus 115, anytime touchdown. All right. Brian, I think I'm going to go with you because uh, I don't see any pitching in any of these games. I, I, not, not, I don't think it'll be two back-to-back grand slams in the first two innings, but, you know, <laughs> oh, six, five. Well, I forgot to mention we that, should, Brian. We should talk. I should have I should have said that was uh, one of the, the bet aches, right? When, Thanks a lot, Brian. Well, we both liked <laughs> it, I will say, but I said let's put a lot of money on the Astros and the Braves. So we, <laughs> they split. So Eat I nothing broke, after broke two. even. But I will say that was probably one of the worst bets I ever gave out. All of a sudden, it's yeah. fucking eight nothing, two grand no, slams. It's a, it's a great bet. Time. You didn't have to watch three and a half hours of pitching changes after that. I you guess, knew it was over. Would you, would you rather? I would you rather so, in the but first? But not when you put like six hundred dollars on one Brian, stupid. Brian, would you rather in the first give up four solo shots, or would you rather give up two walks and then give up a grand slam? I mean, I don't know. Four solo shots. Me too. Right. It's really good question. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. All right. <laughs> Hey, uh, so I'm going with Bry over nine between the Red Sox and Astros. Feels like an 11, 12 run game. We're going to be back tomorrow to go over more NBA futures to celebrate tip off of the 2021, 2022. Is that right? NBA season. We're going to go over individual leaders, points, rebounds, assists, six man, three point, et cetera. Also, Jen Piacenti will join us. Lots of fantasy help needed because there's six teams off six buys. We never take off. That's it. Spaghetti, meatballs, babyface Joel Solomon, and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na,